Aloha, beautiful women. Rise, priestess, rise, and welcome. Welcome to the Temple Podcast. I'm Kasha. I'm here to facilitate the conversations that we're all bursting to share. And I'm here to hold that space for everybody who's going through this big awakening as a woman in this world. This is the place where priestesses come to priestess and the sisterhood is absolute. I welcome all conversations of magic, divinity, sacred feminine, goddess work, priestess work, just embodiment of motherhood, maidenhood, cronehood. This is that place where we go to the temple and we sit together and we speak, we hold, we cry, we release, we laugh. attunement is for you. Thank you for joining us. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Temple Podcast. My name is Kasha Diana. I am here today on a beautiful sunny day where I am in the Maritimes in Canada, and I'm here with my sister, Betty, and she is an amazing woman. I'm so looking forward to our conversation today. Hello, Betty. Hello, Kasha. <laughs> Uh, here's a little bio of Betty. She is a multi-passionate woman who owns a spiritual business focusing on healing and guidance through Reiki and reading. She loves empowering women to regain their power and help them to heal and grow. There is no limit to what women can accomplish. She is here to ignite the fire and create the offer that sparks the fire in you. You can find her on Instagram at the divine queen bee. And hello, hello, hello again. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about the realms that you govern and steward? Yes. Um, so I'm, uh, I started my spiritual business, uh, I'll say uh, one year, pretty much full in fully one year. Now, um, I started as Reiki healer. Well, I started taking course as Reiki healer. I'm a Reiki level two right now. Um, I know some people might ask that, um, why you don't want to take a Reiki three. I always follow my intuition and I just feel like, um, it's not the right time right now. And I'm good. Like starting with uh, sharing with others with this, um, with this particular phase that I am on right now. And so, yeah, I started with energy healing and I'm always interested with reading. So I do reading as well. I do card reading. I also do reading um, without any card. And again, um, cards and pendulums and all that is just a tools. We have all the power and I have uh, my psychic abilities. Like, same like everyone. It's just a matter of you're practicing with it or not. Mm -hmm. and yeah so I do Reiki I do readings and I do some cord cutting um, I do some sound healing all the healing modalities I learn and I'm sharing it now so I would say 
my session is pretty much what I feel it's needed uh, with that person at the right moment. So yeah, I just go with my intuition. Mm-hmm. Your session was so beautiful. So beautiful. I had a session with Betty, I think a month or two ago, and it was so beautiful. It's exactly what I needed. Um, yeah, she's thank very, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm, I'm very specific about who I share my energy with. Um, because I'm also an energy worker. And so Betty is really sweet. Betty and I have known each other for quite some time. She's come to my circles a bit and um, the transformation is profound, definitely. So the the realm that she governs is definitely energy, energy healing, Reiki. She gives you that space so that you can move your own energy, which is really beautiful, really beautiful. Uh, She has been called into the priestesshood of alchemy. So she told me she's here to create. She said, I naturally create an energy that challenges and encourages transformations in other. I'm here to inspire others and be, be, and be the container of creation. I'm driven by my feelings and my emotions. I transform situations through creative and innovative solutions. My journey is to balance my spiritual, emotional, and physical needs so that I can create from a place of authenticity. Oh, so beautiful. Absolutely beautiful because it really is a holistic practice. It's not just being psychic it's not just being emotionally in tune there's definitely a physical aspect as well um yeah can you tell me more about the specifics of your alchemy like maybe there are rituals that you do every day or maybe there are ways that you see alchemy would you be open to sharing some of that yes um so i apply okay so my my spiritual business is just this is the first year and I have so many more that I want to offer in the future and that's where the alchemy coming from um I also applied it myself so back why I go into this energy healing it's because I got sick um previously I would say three years ago I got sick all of a sudden I never have really, really sick in my life, but uh, last time I have vertigo, it's really bad. I cannot do anything and it's just all of a sudden and I have two kids. Um, I cannot really function. So I went to the doctor um, and um, he couldn't really do much. The doctor said uh, nothing I can do and I just wait until it's go by. I took medicines and all that. It doesn't really change anything and I'm the type of person that someone say I gotta dig in I gotta find all the information that I need and I always believe in I can heal myself as well so Mm -hmm. that's where I go from and I love eastern medicine I love combination of things I don't think like it's only one size fits all so and we have brain we have everything that is needed as a human being we have all the knowledge so we need to use all that so I go doing acupuncture, I go doing hypnosis, I combine Ayurvedic diet as well. So I learned all that and then I found Reiki as well. My hypnosis said, why don't you try Reiki? What is that? So I tried to dig in about what is Reiki mm-hmm. and so I tried. It works and I fall in love with that. <laughs> so that's when I do combine everything, all the knowledge, I always... Um, I came from Indonesia and it's quite big as well, alternative alternative medicine and all this uh, energy healing as well. It's just in a different name. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so and I always fall in love with that as well. I always like, I know since I was a kid, I always buy organic stuff, by the way, since I was, <laughs> I was a kid. 
I know I know in my family it's like we don't really buy organic but I always want to buy organic because I like to read and I just find it healthy I don't know why they always make fun of me like why you buy all this organic thing it's all the same and say no it's different I always know since <laughs> I was a kid so that's when I know like I came here now I try to connect all the dots right why mm-hmm. I'm in with that and I had my tarot readings since I was in high school I bought my first tarot card I don't know why I just attracted with that That's and my it happens. SI, exactly. And my SI was in high school. I wrote about life after death. Everyone mm-hmm. wrote about psychics and not not psychics. I mean, you know, all the math and mm-hmm. all the physics. Uh, yeah, physics and chemistry and all that. I wrote about life after death. It's like so. I'm into spirituality <laughs> since mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and now I'm trying to connect the dots and combining everything. So it's like energy healing is good, but you got to combine also eating healthy and all the other stuff, you know, like it's not about just one, it's a combination of everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's my story. <laughs> I think I think eating healthy is so important as well when you're trying to be a clear channel for others or even I found when I was doing a lot of readings for people, I had to nourish myself. Like I was craving deep, heavy foods, like like slow cooked meals and heavier meals so that I could help ground myself from other people's mm-hmm. energy and experiences and And it's such an important thing. Like one of the things I say to people sometimes is, you know, if you are full of shit, then you think like shit. And so <laughs> it's hard to, <laughs> yes, it's, it's hard to be, you know, light or it's hard to be happy or joyful when what you're consuming is, is a, is a lower vibration, right? You, you kind of yes. are what you eat. So I really resonate with that. I've been going through a transformation myself with all of that I have all this knowledge on detox and organics and and everything and we've always eaten organic but when I was pregnant just recently the coating that my daughter required was a lot of food that I have never eaten and I was wow it was really hard Betty because I I know what I want to do and how <laughs> I want to be in my body but it was like well we're gonna go have Tim Hortons and I was like oh no no why do I want <laughs> Tim Hortons why am I eating Tim Hortons <laughs> And so now I understand oh, that it was a coding for my daughter because she will be a part of this world and she had to understand the different like lower vibrations of this world so that she can be fully, you know, fully aware. Yes. So food is such a beautiful way of experiencing this world. And um, yeah, do you, do you need to be vegetarian? Oh. <laughs> It's my garbage man. We live in the country now, so we all know each other. <laughs> hello hello thank you for cleaning up for us um so I was just going to ask do you feel and this is a conversation I've been having with other priestesses do you feel that you need to be a specific diet to access your psychic abilities yes um again I thought I did but then I trying to be in tune now with my body more and more and my body speaks to me like now louder mm-hmm. so I think also the sickness that I got for three years it's also a big transformation for me to really in tune with my body now I know what okay first of all before I go in there um, I learned from the vertigo that I got vertigo because 
sugar in my body. I cannot eat any sugar at all. Every time mm. I go eat anything that has sugar in it. This is, I'm talking about refined sugar, yeah? Mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. white sugar. And it's, so now I know it's because I'm listening to it and I, I'm trying all the trials and error. And right. now I know what I consume. I got to know. And then, so after that, and I really right now into intuitive eating, I tried to being a plant-based um for me and my husband we did it for uh, two two three but then mm. and then after that so yeah we i do it i tend to like a detoxing i'll say mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. i start incorporating i feel like i need some meat as well but i'm only eating quality meat so i'm really like listening to my body if i feel like i feel like i need meat I don't know why it's just your body's telling you. So I'm yeah. eating, but I only choose the best meat. And I don't eat pork. I rarely like if it's if there's any other choice. But I'm into more like a good quality beef, maybe moose, maybe something. Well, whichever that I go from the local butcher that I know for sure they have the farm there and I know exactly and stuff like that. But I do and the only thing that I cannot go vegetarian, I love my eggs. It's mm-hmm. just, I have like a weird connection with that. Every time I eat eggs, it's just, ta-da, it's like the sun. It's like every time I get the sun, it's just activating. So mm. I'm just listening to my body. So everyone has a different, and I never like say that you have to go vegetarian. If I'm somebody asking me, like go with the way your body feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really grateful that I have husband that's supporting me because he's also starting to listen to his intuition and all that. Like he finds also meat doesn't go well with his body. So mm-hmm. he's going plain based the whole the whole five years. Mm-hmm. So and that's so important yeah. to hear. Yes, so and I and I love it's I think it's so sexy when man is really listening to mm. his body intuition me too <laughs> so, yeah, exactly so I will say everyone has a different you cannot really again one size fits all like you cannot just really follow like someone in Instagram telling that vegetarian is really good for you well maybe your body needs some meat I don't mm-hmm. know but you gotta have to try it try That's it out it. yourself and incorporate it one at a time and see how it does your body feels mm-hmm. so that's my take yeah mm-hmm. one at a time Absolutely. And when you kind of go all out, you don't really know what is helping your body or maybe hurting your body because there are so many changes. Yes. Yeah. A a couple of women I've talked to, they, they believe that you can eat whatever you like and still have access to your intuitive abilities. Yes. I've been going to, um, to ashrams and meditating since I was a child and I was always taught that, you know, vegetarianism is like the way to enlightenment because it's very light on your body. And so that was what I always thought. Mm-hmm. And I lived that. I always thought plant-based was better um, for the spiritual experience until, mm-hmm. until I became a mom, until I became a mother and realized how undernourished I was and how I actually require certain certain amino acids, certain, um, components of, of meat, or maybe, um, 
grains that I, I actually require for my body. And so like you, I've been sourcing properly pasture raised, you know, animals who've been yep. loved and taken care of. Cause that's where the omega threes are. We need the omega threes for our brains. Yes. And as soon as you get into like factory animals, then they're not on the pasture. They're getting fed like basically cereal. And so mm. that grain diet is actually creating omega six. So when you're eating it, you're not eating any omega three, you're getting omega six in the, in the, community is so heavily inundated with omega-6 and omega too much omega-6 is heavy on your liver and then we have anger issues because anger is from the liver and it's just a cycle right so we want more omega-3 and since I've been getting healthy doses of omega-3 through like wild salmon pasture beef pasture eggs pasture chicken and pork I feel so good postpartum Betty like I haven't lost any hair. I haven't had any problems with my teeth or my nails. I healed quickly. I already have my period back. Like it's just amazing when your body is nourished. So, so amazing. And I feel like nourishment is so individual as you were saying, right? It's so individual. Yes. I'll have my one best friend. Um, We're talking. We like to talk about everything as well. And then she shared with me, um, that when she was um, breastfeeding uh, one time, um, it's, well, she was, she's vegetarian at that time. And then uh, she started breastfeeding um, her newborn and then literally it's nothing in there and it turns green. So her, her breast milk, it turns green. Wow. And then so she tried to figure out what's the cause and then she started incorporating meat and believe it or not, there it goes that... It turned it, white. But exactly. So that's what I said. Like, I don't know, maybe other moms, it works with the vegetarian vegetarian diet, but mm-hmm. for other moms, it doesn't work. It's not what the, her body needs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I was like, that's amazing. Like a good <laughs> thing that she figured it out, right? Yeah, that you listen to your body and your baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super because important. So like you said, probably really like a, there's no nutrients in there. What she put in her body, not, not what her body needs. And at least needs not at that time. Exactly. Because then you got to feed another human being. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. almost like you double nutrients from your That's body it. to be able, right? <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I think it's an Ayurveda. They say you're not really supposed to eat too much meat unless you're pregnant and then you should eat meat quite often. So I thought that was very interesting because the perspective I learned was from Ayurvedic teachings Yeah. Um, growing yes. up. And so it was really nice to hear that. It was like a permission. Yeah. That's what I did as well when I f- tried to figure out what is causing my vertigo because I also have so much air, I think, mm-hmm. from my mm-hmm. vertigo. So I'm trying to eating um, stuff that is more grounding, mm-hmm. more to ground me more which is I find it it's really valuable information for me because I do have lots of air in me from my astrological signs and also it's like the elemental in my body too and then I move from Indonesia mm-hmm. to which is in here if you think about it it is cold lots mm-hmm. of air mm-hmm. so that makes a lot of sense and then um so yeah, I started incorporating that and I, and, and I love it. So I'm combining everything really 
That's why I love the holistic approach because you're not just taking one thing, but you're taking from all the different things and combining it and then apply it what fits to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How do you use this alchemy with your clients? Um, yeah, well, right now I do plan to do it like a custom ed session in the future. And there's so much more that I want to introduce. But right now, what I'm trying to find is just, you know, I'm, I like to share. Mm-hmm. And I like an intimate, intimate approach, you know, like we're talking. That's how I share. Um, but right now I'm sharing through my sound healing. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm sharing through my knowledge about energy healing and mm-hmm. just approaching everything through that. And um, I'm sharing my abilities. I'm a. Um, I have a clear senses, clear knowing, and then also clairvoyant, and then all the other clear senses. That's how I share. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, so that's how I'm combining things through this. But um, in the future, I do want to create something like um, I started doing in-person event. Mm-hmm. I'm doing sound healing. So that's that's how I'm going to, I think I'm going to approach as well. Um, also in the future, I'm creating a, a, by the way, so yeah, I did um, enjoying my circle, my sacred feminine circle with uh, Asha. That's how mm. I learned a lot as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I love that. And, uh, and I think um, it's really good. It's, it's really good approach to, to creating um what you want to create in this world through connection, mm-hmm. connection with other women. And yeah, and I like how, how diverse it is because mm-hmm. I don't know, I just, it's, it's, it's a different touch. I, that's, I think that's how I approach with my alchemy with an, with an intimate connection, whether through my session with one-on-one or whether um, through event that I'm going to connect with the other women. Uh, I did a um, quick, quick share. Like I did an event, like I said, I'm doing sound healing. Yeah. Um, it's crystal store that I work. And so I do sound healing and all that. We are, we are focusing on summer solstice. So it's all about a uh, sacral and solar, that mm-hmm. solar plexus chakra. So, and then at the end of the event, this one woman share, I just want to share with you, I have, haven't had period. So she just had a miscarriage and then I haven't had period for a while. And doctor's going to say that it's probably takes six to nine weeks. And guess what? After, after the, the event, after the sound healing, she just got her period. Mm. So, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So that's, I think that's really powerful <laughs> message. Okay. So, so your body know what it needs. If doctor says six weeks, uh, oh doctor, it's not. It's gonna be today. I want it to. Do. So it's just, it's just an activating right uh-huh. through the. Yes. It's just go right to what is needed. Go right through your body and what is needed. So mm. yeah, that's so beautiful. You're really good at holding that space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, would you talk to me a little bit about? Um, the clients and the people you work with and um, how, how they find you or maybe you find them. So now you're working in a crystal store. You said that you're doing, you're doing readings at the store. Or you're, you're doing the healings at the store. 
Yeah. Um, so right now, other than my online, um, I also start working during the weekend. Um, and I also do reading in there. And okay. we do make, we going to do make an event regularly as well in there. I'm, um, I'm incorporating my sound healing in there. Um, so yeah, the, I'll say that at first the client um, that that I got, it's funny. I didn't plan it at first to start my business, but then it's just go, I don't know, it's just flowing. And I think it's meant to be. So when the universe already, okay, this is your time, it is time. Because at first I only offered free mm-hmm. Reiki because um, I need to finish my course, right? In order to finish, you kind of, like you try to do it um, with the actual person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, after I started offering that and one of friend of mine, uh, is an earth angel. I'm going to say Andrea Catherine's from mm. Three Tides. <laughs> she helps me a lot. She started offering to her friends, hey, my friend's doing Reiki and all that. And then after it just started flowing, I got all these clients from her and starting from there. And I said, I think this is a really a good, I don't know. It's just a nudge from the universe. This is, this is it, Betty. You got to start this. Okay. And then I'm starting my spiritual business from there. And it's just from word of mouth. And then I'm starting, I'll say I really like fully in power and, and I'm creating all by myself doing yeah doing the offerings I always um I always follow like my intuition and I just go into meditating and what what kind of offer that you know like also helpful but I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be I want them to be empowered as well you know right so I want it's a cooperation collaboration it's not really like I'm gonna tell you what to do but it's an offer that empowering you, but also ignite you to take an action for your life too. So well, that's, that's the, how I... Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, that's the only way that true healing occurs. Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I'm also just... Maybe there, maybe people just see me also from uh, the way who I am. I'll say like a, attracting from... I came from Indonesia. Maybe some people relate with that. Um, maybe some people relate with I'm a mom of two, but I'm also doing. So I would say all, all my clients is kind of versatile. Well, there's mm-hmm. some people also that just started the awakening. So I'm trying to channel from my posts and from my reels. I'm just giving all the different approach mm-hmm. that when people relate with one of that, they become my client. You know, like all the different sides of Betty. Mm-hmm. that's why I'm also put that I'm a multi-dimensional I don't like to put myself it's just in one box mm-hmm. I don't know if you know human design I'm a mm-hmm. manifest generator which is me too I have... <laughs> yeah right it's like when you have a computer you have 10 tabs in your computer yeah so... <laughs> yeah 10 tabs open so ten tabs it's open it's okay so that's how you explore. And so, yeah, that's why I I will say that's how people maybe uh, get connected with me in some mm. ways. It's beautiful, that vulnerability, that intimacy. It's, it's authentic. And I think 
when you can move from the heart space, it's easier for other people to find you. And you are so genuine. You are so sweet. You're so genuine. And I think that is what makes people attracted to you. And that they want to yeah. have a conversation. And then it also attracts the clients that are ready for that transformation too, right? Exactly. Yes. And I will be amazed because sometimes or maybe most of times people that become my client it's not even my follower <laughs> i love it so i don't know how they found me but yeah they they're found just me. supposed to yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you balance owning a spiritual business as a mother i know that a lot of the women listening are moms um, maybe they're feeling the call to start a spiritual business um, maybe they own a different kind of business and um, we're all learning from each other. So I was hoping maybe you could share a little bit about your tips and tricks on how you handle a business and how you handle raising your children. Um, start from, if you hear in the background, there's some noises, that's my, that's my daughter. Okay. So <laughs> you just have to, you just have to make it, mm-hmm. <laughs> make it, make it work. <laughs> Well, I mean, um, other than focusing and find the time, I'm pretty sure we have 24 hours. I know sometimes as a mom, it's not enough, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, I always find the time after my kids sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, um, we, okay, I know that a we are mom is also a giver and I'm starting to learn that that myself that I'm drained when I don't give it to myself so mm-hmm. either way I find time for myself and they have to know as well there are kids we love them so much but they have to know mom needs time for herself and I'm sharing it with my husband as well so it's good as well to have a support um, and I'm grateful. I'm I'm blessed. I have a husband that's supportive with me and my mm. businesses, and helping me during the house, doing the house course and all that. Um, but you also you have the power as well to communicate with your families, with your kids. Mm-hmm. That especially if you really wanna, if you really want this to work, yeah. Like if you want have a business and it's really you passionate with that. So you gotta you gotta find a time. Um, either way, maybe one hour a day. If that's if that's what you want, you gotta find find that time. Find that time also to win down first before you start thinking about your business. Mm. Um, because if you go from a yeah flight uh, fight and flight uh, response system and your body just into stress all the time, which mm-hmm. is I find felt that before probably that's why also I got vertigo Mm -hmm. because I just had my two kids I newborn and all that and it's just everything all at once Mm -hmm. so in tune with your body uh, know know your capacity Mm -hmm. you know when you know that it's in full then you have to find a time to wind down and then from there make a list what you want to do if you don't want to list, maybe you just take one day at a time. What can I do today? That's how. That's what I do. I don't want to make a ten list and then I'm. I feel like an obligated that I have to do it and then stress also in my mm-hmm. body. I go from 
yeah, what can I do today in this in these hours that I have mm-hmm. or in this in this one day yeah, level? So that's my suggestion. That's such because a beautiful feminine way to do it. Yes, because sometimes uh, we just put too much in ourselves. We don't mm-hmm. even realize that it's affected us so much, mm-hmm. right? With we are a giver right so we are like give 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 and then until one day it's just burned out mm-hmm. so i i really learned from that and now yeah now i learned to make space for me too and mm. it's okay it's okay don't feel guilty about it <laughs> i know sometimes it's a mom guilt and all that but but yeah i don't know i'm just in the f- I'm just in a state right now after it takes it takes me a while to learn also that resting is productive resting mm-hmm. is making making another thing too yeah. you know it's it's going to lead to something it's not just resting and and doing nothing like people said no it's it's just, it's being your being Yeah. Yeah. it's like at in yoga the shavasana at the end like you need to have a little death that's what shavasana means it's a little death and you need to be able to sit and allow that little death to be incorporated so that you can be reborn and whether that's a nap or maybe you know listening to a meditation or just closing your eyes just having that moment rest is so feminine it is required as a woman we need to rest we need to rest because we give so much. That's one of the ways that I replenish is, is sleep. I require sleep or I require time to take care of my body. And I do the physical stuff because I do so much emotional work and intellectual work and spiritual work that my main ways of giving my body and my, my family really a better mom, a better version of myself is through body care and um, rest. And so that's a big thing in our family. What do you do to wind down you're saying you wind down or or you you take yes. some time for yourself what do you do to replenish your reserve replenish your cup my favorite way is having a bath mm. i am so connected with the water i don't know if i was a mermaid or i was <laughs> something in the water before but yeah i'm definitely that's why i want to live by the beach when i <laughs> retire i hope even before retirement but <laughs> I one of my my time is in the I'm having salt bath I love I love either Epsom salt or Himalayan salt Um, Mm -hmm. and then frankincense essential oil is also my favorite mixing with rose and ylang ylangs I just love connecting with the it's just there's a some sensuality in ylang ylang oh yeah Oh, I love As, you, Lang. You're like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. right. It's just something in there. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Lang Yilang, it came from Indonesia. So, you know, oh, that's, that's what your connection. Probably, <laughs> exactly. That's just took me back to my roots. So, yeah, I love connecting with that, with essential oils, and then uh, taking a bath and listening to some healing frequency. Or I love, I also love listening to just music. So, you know, like without singing or anything. And I'm re- lately, I'm connecting with the flute sound. Mm. It's just, hey. I'm just, I don't know, like something native, um, ancestral healing that I got every time I'm listening to the flute. There's mm. this guy, um, 
he's a he's a native and he's um his name is Calvin Mockingbird. Mm. So if any of you wants to try listen to that, it's just so healing for me, like personally. So yeah. So music and water really my my time to just connect and replenish. That's and beautiful. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can resonate with the flute music. For me, it's drums. Anytime oh. I hear drums. Okay. I can really, really connect to my root. I can connect to my divine self. It's like, it just takes me there like that. It's like, boom. And here exactly. we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This morning I had a bath. Yes. The salt and just, there's something sensual about it. And I think tapping into your senses is so important as a woman. Yeah. And just touching your body mm. and just feel your body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because water is just flowing. So it's almost like your body is just flowing with it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm sitting on my deck watching all the trees flow with the wind. <laughs> and it's just beautiful. Normally, I do my interviews inside. But today, I was like, I'm talking to Betty. I'm going outside. <laughs> There's just something right. about being outside. It's so nice. So nice. I have had such a beautiful time talking to you, Betty. You're so beautiful. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, this is the time, the end of the time. See, it's like, I don't even know. Just... I can talk to you for days. <laughs> Same. Same. Right? Well, we'll, we can do another interview. I'd love to do that another time. And we can keep, uh, keep our listeners tuned for what we will talk about next time. Maybe we'll go deeper into to ancestry because you're talking about life after death. Maybe we can go into that another time. That would be so great. Amazing. Thank you so much. And I love talking with you and to all the, that listen today, sending you lots of healing. Thank ah. you. How can they find you? How can people find you? Yes. Uh, follow my Instagram, the divine queen bee. My website still brewing, so we can connect through my Instagram. Okay, that sounds great. All right, so at the Divine Queen B, and it's just the letter B at the end. So Divine, the, the Divine Queen B. Awesome. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of our wonderful catalog of strong, powerful priestesses. Rise, priestess, rise. Mwah. Until next time. Bye. Bye.
Christmas time.